What is up guys? It is Quinn here. And today I'm going to be putting out two different rest of season strategy videos. So one is going to be talking about the rest of season strategy for playoff contenders, teams that look like they're already set up to make the playoffs. And then the other video is going to be talking about rest of season strategy for teams that are on the outside looking in. So for both of these situations, I'll just be going through five tips and just kind of talking about how to, I guess, increase your chances of winning championships. So this specific video is going to be looking at it from the contender side. So teams that feel like they have a pretty good shot of making the playoffs. If you guys are not in that situation, or you also just want to check out the other video, that one's going to be posted today also. So let's just jump right into the uh, first step, or I guess tip. And this is going to be an unbiased team evaluation. So you may be sitting here with a top record, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have one of the best teams in the league. That may seem, you know, a little counterintuitive. You have a good record. You're probably a good team. And in a lot of instances, that is the case, but you just got to make sure you haven't gotten a little bit lucky. And the way you can do that is just by checking the uh, point scored number. So if you're sitting there with like a seven and two record, but your point scored is bottom three, you know, you're in a good spot because you have a winning record, but you may not have some of the leeway to make some of the moves that I'm going to be talking about. This is really going to apply to, you know, every team in any type of situation. You want to be realistic with where your team is at. Now, there are exceptions to this where maybe you have a low point scored, but maybe, you know, you had some injuries, you had some players who maybe came back, uh, you know, from suspension like a DeAndre Hopkins, and you can tell your team is peaking at the right time. In that case, you know, I'm not talking about you here, but you just want to make sure that you have a strong roster that has a locked up playoff spot. Because if you are sitting there with a top record, but maybe your team is, you know, bottom tier in terms of points scored, it is possible you go on a rough stretch and kind of fall out of contention. So that's going to be the first step. If you guys are sitting here, you feel good with your team, you know, you're in the top half of points scored. The next thing I would look to do is acquire injured stars. If you're in a place where you think you have a playoff spot locked up, obviously you're going to need a few more wins, but you know, you're feeling pretty good about it. Or maybe your league, you know, has six to eight playoff spots. And so you feel very, very confident that you are a lock for one of those. I would go out, try to bring in a guy like Jamar Chase, a guy like Marquise Brown, Mike Williams. These guys aren't going to help you win in the short term, but if you're able to trade away like a fringe top 20 wide receiver, take a swing on Jamar Chase. You may be losing out for the next three, four weeks, but if Jamar Chase comes back and is healthy, that's the trade that could take your team, you know, over to the next level, maybe go from the second, third best team to now you're the favorite to win it all once you do get into the playoffs. I also think this can apply to players who have been injured throughout the season. A guy like Jonathan Taylor comes to mind. He is lined up to play this Sunday, but I still think people are going to be a little bit weary of him moving forward. And obviously there are going to be risks to these moves. You know, like maybe Mike Williams has a setback and he's not actually, you know, giving you top production in the playoffs. But these are risks that I think are worth taking to, you know, jump your team to the number one spot. So that is going to be the second tip. The third one is going to be targeting uh, trades with struggling teams. So this could apply to the injured stars. You know, maybe you're going to a team that's struggling. Obviously they need wins now. So you go after, you know, those big name players. But I also think these can just be ordinary trades. You know, you're not necessarily, you know, trying to get a specific type of player. When teams are struggling and they're sitting there at three and six, they're two and seven, they will be more willing to make, I guess, for lack of a better term, like brain dead moves. When teams are struggling, you know, they kind of get this sense where they just want to shake things up. 
they think what's going on isn't working and they will make these huge swings to try to change something. A lot of the time that turns out to just be, you know, rough trades moving forward and they end up just making their team worse. So the first teams that I would look to make trades with are those teams with rough records. It's also possible that they have a rough record for a reason. Now, obviously, you know, the fantasy season can play out in a bunch of different ways, but typically the players who are more, you know, prone to make bad trades or bad decisions are probably going to be sitting there with the worst record, you know, a decent amount of the time. So those are the guys that I would look to first. Obviously, you know, don't be obnoxious and try to just totally fleece these league members. If it's like a casual league, a family league, you know, don't go over to your grandma's team and, you know, try to take the best player off her team. But I think you guys know what I'm getting at there. The fourth tip is going to be to pick up handcuffs. And this is going to be a tip that I talk about in both videos. If you're a top team, one of the best ways to kind of insulate your roster is to pick up handcuffs. If you have a guy like Delvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, you have these guys on your roster. If you're picking up an Alexander Madison or Rashad White, these are great ways to just kind of safeguard those top options. Because obviously if Cook or you know Fournette go down, you may not be getting 100% of the production. You actually probably would be getting over 100% if Lenny went down. But you guys know what I mean, right? Like Alexander Madison's probably not going to be getting the same number of points as Delvin Cook, but he's still probably going to be serviceable as a high-end running back two or better. Same thing applies for a guy like Samaj P. Ryan behind Joe Mixon. These players can step in and still be starters from your team. So even if you take a hit with injury, you still have, you know, a solid backup plan if those guys do go down. And I just think, you know, having these handcuffs are going to be a lot more important than the random wide receiver five or six you have on your roster, who's never going to crack the lineup, right? Because like week to week, you know, Samaje or Rashad White, they may underperform that wide receiver six you have on your roster, but it's all about actually starting these players. So if you're never going to start that wide receiver five, wide receiver six, you might as well pick up a handcuff who has starting potential if an injury happens in front of them. And then the fifth and final tip is going to be look into playoff schedules. If you are in a position where you're feeling good, you're locked in to make the playoffs, obviously then you kind of have to shift your focus to that playoff time. That's why I'm looking to acquire those stars. The production over the next few weeks doesn't really matter a ton. So if you can find some of those players who have great playoff schedules, I'm actually going to drop the link of the site that I use. It just kind of shows you all the matchups um, and then like the differences in the standard deviation, you know, some sort of mathematical calculation, but it kind of just shows you what teams have the better matchups and you can just look week by week. So I'll drop that link down in the description if you guys want to check that out. Not a sponsor or anything, you know, just the link that I use to get that information, but you want to be targeting players who have those top playoff schedules and you can honestly make pretty fair trades with this, especially if you are trading with someone who is not locked into the playoffs. You could be, you know, uh, maneuvering between two different players who have basically equal value. One has a great schedule of the next few weeks. One has a great playoff schedule. A team may need to win now, and you're in a position where you can kind of punt the next few weeks and win in the playoffs. So you can pull off some decently fair trades where both sides are winning, you know, if we are looking at a rest of season schedules. So those are going to be the five tips if you are a contending roster. Have an unbiased team evaluation. Acquire injured stars target struggling teams, pick up handcuffs, and then fifth and final, look into the playoff schedules. But that is going to wrap it up for this one. Like I said, the uh, the video for struggling teams will be out today. Also, if you guys enjoyed, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. If you have any fantasy questions, you can drop those down below. 
As always, I do appreciate it. Thank you guys for stopping by and I'll see you in the next one.